Smash Africa on Five. Welcome to Five Nights. I'm your host, Smash Africa for the babies. For the past month and a half, here on Five Nights, uh, we've been doing trending chats, focusing on the mental wellness of those who are currently busy with exams. And I am joined on the line by Mulewokheng Diseko, who's been a great assistance uh, to a lot of people who've been writing exams. Uh, you've been hearing her voice on the radio over the past few weeks. Uh, um, she's a registered counsellor. Um, uh, and uh, she focuses on, on, on various things like relationship and marriage counseling, health and wellness, psychoeducation and training, individual counseling, HIV and AIDS, etc. But for the purpose of this conversation, we are looking at psychoeducation and training. And I'm also joined by Ofense Pukubdre, is a, a matriculant and also a young business person. And uh, Ofinte is an interesting chap because he shared an article that he did uh, with one of the publications here in South Africa, speaking about his uh, mental health leading up to the examination. In fact, Ofinte inspired our trending chat. So Ofinte, thank you so much for inspiring the chat and joining us this evening. Mulebukheng, welcome back. And uh, first thing first, I want to start with Ofinte. Now you've got what, two weeks left before you are done with your finals? How have the exams been so far, bro? Yo, man. We've got, I was, as I said, um, they've, been, they've been stressful because no one really, I can say prelims prepared us, but it's just stressful because it's like whatever you're writing will dictate what's going to appear in your final, what they call in your matrix, it's on your matrix certificate. So it's just been stressful, but I would say based on my personal preparations, right, how I've been preparing, it's just been getting easier and easier by the day because I've been taking it easy and preparing as one paper comes by, as one paper comes by, I think that has made it a bit easier instead of just doing like 10 things or three things in one day or whatever. Mm. That, that's what's made it a bit easier for me, but just been stressful because I never expected the the pressure nor the stress because it's like it's the end of high school after this like literally the end well, you know? when you hear a, a matriculant sounding the way offense is sounding what, what is your first mm. impression on those comments um well hello everyone um I think you know offense sounds quite prepared um I think the biggest thing that I'm also picking up is the foresight that is coming up in the sense that he was able to sort of say that it goes beyond just what he's writing. It's going to determine the end result and so forth. So I think in the sense of that, I think he's decided on how he wants the outcome to be. Obviously, we can't you know, know how it's going to be. But the best that he can do is exactly what he's doing, which is prepare um, mm-hmm. as best as he can. And the rest is literally up to you know, just the exam and, and the results that come out. So I think what I'm what I'm appreciating is the fact that he is preparing as best as he can mm. from what it sounds like. Yeah. Now, from a preparation point of view, we all know that all students are not the same. There are those students listening and like, oh, smash, I was not prepared for these exams. I'm still not prepared. Yeah. I've got two weeks. And yeah. often to just said what I said, I feel like ah, it's getting worse. I'm drowning. What do you say mm. to someone like that? Um, look, I think if I also draw back on, you know, past um, comments that I've made, uh, we're not the same as people. Mm. And this is a huge step 
for each and every one. So my biggest thing, although it is the quickest thing to do, is to compare people's journeys. I think a person must, at best, take things as they come for themselves and be aware that this is quite a big step. So take it for what it is. Allow yourself to let the feelings that come up, come up and deal with them. And also prepare as much as you can. So whatever outcome will be. So I think for me, the biggest thing is also just acceptance of what is happening and you doing what you can in the moment. Now, Ofente, um, you were very vocal about your experience leading up to your prelims in the article that I, I touched on. Um, and also just a side note, the conversation before we went in with this recording, you spoke about how parents speak to their children when it comes to stress um when it comes to anxiety around the exams and when it just comes to pressure of being matric what do you have to say to the parents and we're not assuming that all parents speak the same to their kids what do you have to say to parents who um not engaging their children the way they are supposed to say, like to to engage them when it comes to encouraging them and supporting them. What 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 is that one thing you like parents to know and hear from you often say? I feel like, as you said, not every parent communicates like that. But I feel like parents should mainly sit down their kids and kind of like have a conversation um from the get go as the identity, teaching them how to deal with these things by the day so that it's it doesn't take too much um, of a toll on the students. Because number one, when you go into matric, you know what I mean? It's not every matriculant is expecting it to be as hectic as it is, you know what I mean? And it gets to a point where the pressure becomes too much and some of them end up committing suicide because it's a lot and the expectations are a lot from home. So I feel as if parents should sit down with their kids, have conversations, ask them what are what are the current types of stresses you're experiencing, maybe what is stressing you out. And try finding ways on dealing with these things, whether it be maybe having the child to go out on a week, taking them out on some some sort of activity that could relieve their minds from a lot of stuff. Cause I know a lot of people stay at home, right? And when you're always at home, you become so consumed by the environment to a point where you don't go out a lot. Mm. I don't think parents parents don't see a problem with that. They're like, okay, it's just my child staying at home, staying safe. Without Mm. you acknowledging that, it it ends up affecting the child's mental well-being. And when it affects the child's mental well-being, they they end up not coping with a lot of stuff. So I think parents should give the their children the platform to speak out about these things make them make it a comfortable topic at home Mm. and by that it may you make it easier for them to um to address stress address anxiety it's easier for the parents also not um, identify if a child is depressed or whatever and all these things and finding ways of just coping together instead of having the child to cope alone. And mm. I think that's what would accelerate in terms of leading to such things as suicide or, you know what I mean? All these other funny stuff happening, you know, it's a serious thing, but it's like, we also have control over these things. And I think parents can also contribute more to prevent these things from happening. Love that. To their children. 
Love that. Thank you so much, Offense. You're listening to Five Nights on Five FM. I'm hanging out uh, with Offense, um, uh, who's a matriculant. Um, two weeks left, um, uh, busy with these finals right now. And of course, friend of the show and um, registered counselor, Mulebukheng Diseko, unpacking exactly um, uh, how we can best go about uh, engaging better with uh, our children, our brothers and sisters, especially us as adults uh, who are busy with exams, whatever exam. Yes, the spotlight is on matriculants, but uh, at any given time, we are all required to pass an exam in our life. And uh, support is one thing that we all need. When it comes to teachers talking to pupils and having an open dialogue, whether it's leading up to prelims, finals, or just any exam period, do you think our schooling system is equipped to give that support to the learners or our teachers are equipped to give that kind of support to our learners in your experience? Well, thank you for that. I think that's uh, quite a topic on its own, but just for the purpose of tonight, I'll, I think um, yes and no. Mm. So in the sense that in terms of teachers and their expertise and how far they can go, yes, they will be able to sort of assist, you know, um, children in terms of um, being ready and speaking around just what they need to do. And no, because I don't think there's a lot of support for teachers themselves. So mm. we find a lot of professionals being overwhelmed, um, inundated with a lot of questions, um, a lot of please help me from students, much like Ofenze, you know, touching on what he said in terms of facilitating conversations. It's not just at home, um, it's multi-level. Mm. So at school as well, which is an environment that acts on the child themselves, um, that also has to carry on into the home. So the conversation that's had at school has to be carried on at home and vice versa. So if we have a breakage or, or, or sort of a disconnect in that conversation, it is quite difficult to maintain. So I think yes and no, but I think mm. there definitely is room for improvement, especially in our schooling system. For instance, in my experience, um, I've worked in a school before and I was one counselor to many of the learners. So I'd be servicing three grades on my own. And that's close to impossible. Um, so if we invest in actual mental well-being of our students and teachers alike, um, I think it could be a great stride in making sure that we are reaching the audience that we need to and having the conversations we're needing to. Mm. Often, so what has been your experience with engaging with teachers regarding needing assistance with your schoolwork, regarding support and in in somewhat easing the anxiety or the stress that you might have? Uh, my experience, that's a very good question, actually. Because during the year, um, I was just like trying to figure things out by myself. I just ended up relaying uh, my um, counseling teacher who was able to offer me support because I was overwhelmed by a lot of problems and anxiety um stress especially you know what I mean so she was able to give me her time um in order to give me an ear and give me advice as well because she could see as well and I, f- I feel like such people should be appreciated more because you know you barely find teachers some teachers like hey get locked out eh? I'm going home you know what I mean they don't stay behind to really offer their time to students that actually need that platform um, then academically, I feel like teachers have been doing so much to make sure, like especially in my school, to make sure that we we kind of do well by 
having extra lessons to those that may need it, may need the extra lessons the most, especially after the way prelims, prelim marks came out. So they were very much supportive from my aspect. This is a personal experience. I have been fortunate enough to have teachers or a teacher per se who was very much supportive and very much, I put it very much attentive and to a point where it allowed me to ease down allowed me to be more relaxed, be more calm. And it actually helped me with preparing for my prelims where I did good in her subject, especially because she didn't Mm. expect me to be that good because of the state of mind I was in. But all thanks to her that she was able to sit down with me and have conversations where I could share what I was going through, where I could share... Uh, you know what I mean? What I need, you, you know what I'm saying? Like what I need, what I feel like is just becoming overly stressful every day. Yeah. And it became a thing. So I feel like we need teachers like that at schools to kind of like help students to, you know, ease down and relax a little bit more so they don't, you know, fail or, you know what I mean? Because they're overwhelmed by a lot of stress and overthinking of the exams. Now, let's talk about um, students who are not as vocal as you, Ofente. I would imagine not everybody has that relationship with most of their teachers, if any at all. What would you like to say to that student who's listening to this conversation? It's like, "Mm, I'm too shy to talk to any of my teachers, even though I'm going through the most. What, What would you say to them? I feel like, man... To whoever that's listening and you're not as vocal as I am, take a bold step. Take a brave step. Um, it takes time, I know, to find someone you can open up to. But find the right teacher whom you feel most comfortable around. And the one that you trust the most and you feel as if they will give their honest opinion. I think from there, just open up. Take the bold step. It starts off with just a simple bold step in order for you to do something that big. And I feel like it's within us to, you know what I mean, to see where we need help and seek for it, you know. Mm. So take that bold step and make it happen. How can we create a safe space for teachers and learners alike to engage and feel like they can trust and speak to what is going on in terms of their personal, their schoolwork, and otherwise? Um, So, you know, I think I'll go back to the support in the sense that um, not to forget that teachers are also human themselves. Mm. So much like you as the pupil that would be going through your own things, afford the same, um, you know, respect and kindness to the teacher. So yes, it is a profession that they're walking into and they shouldn't let their personal impact their profession, but that's not realistic. So I think it's important where we start the conversation, it has to be catering to each and every person that is involved. So having a multi-level intervention within schools where ideally I would have a counselor sit in each and every school that is available for teachers, for parents, for students to assist them and to unburden them from their challenges and a way to foster obviously the open conversation much like offensive was saying to identify those people that are invested and interested not every teacher is going to be interested in your day-to-day or going the extra mile but there are those teachers that are there and those also you know deserve 
to be highlighted in that light. And I think it's just about creating platforms for teachers where they are able to say, I'm having a tough time connecting with this person or I'm really having a tough time with my job. Um, much like affording them the space to be human. Because I think a lot of the times in terms of being in a sort of authority position, maybe a teacher, students tend to look at you as the be all and end all. Um, and that's okay because that's your role. But they tend to forget that you also are human. So if that element is brought into the relationship, teachers themselves as well, to relate to people as human first, I think that would also assist in fostering a safe space. I love that. Mulebukheng, thank you so much for your insight. You know, I feel like sometimes the stuff that you say on the radio, man, we need the government to pay close attention, <laughs> man. Like, and also private sector to pay, like, attention because... yeah. We are coming up with solutions, <laughs> you know, mm. and, and we we are not we're not having this conversation in silos or in our private spaces where we are complaining. Yeah. We are hearing the concerns and we are also coming up with solutions to the concerns that are brought up. And you have been such a great help and a great um, a contributor on, on, on our show. And you've been such an amazing support for those who are listening, the millions who are listening right now that uh-huh. we might not even know. So thank you so much um, for your you time, for, for your expertise. We really, really, really appreciate you. Ofente, thank you so much for sharing your truth and your story. I'm wishing you nothing but the best with your last two weeks of uh, your finals. Um, and uh, I, I look forward to seeing you in the future. And like I always say, we'll meet at the top. You, you sound like you've got your whole life ahead of you and you sound like uh, you you are about getting your dreams out there no matter the hardships that are thrown at you so your positivity is highly appreciated and uh, your courage and encouragement is also highly appreciated thank you so much no, thank, you so much. thank you so much for the platform man much love thank you smash smash africa on five nights 7 to 10 p.m